0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you are currently listening to the 11th episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we are doing a tarot reading, and this tarot reading will be especially for the sign of Capricorn, Sun, Moon, Rising. And the theme of the tarot reading is that we are going to be pulling and discovering a message from your ancestors to you so capricorn welcome my love so glad that you're here hope that you're well your ancestors hope that you're well so as i said this message is for capricorn sun moon rising so regardless of which one or which ones of those placements you have in capricorn this reading should resonate but I will say that for this specific series, because if you haven't noticed, you know, I'm making one episode like this for every single sign uh, with the theme of message from your ancestors. So every single sign is getting their message from their ancestors in their own episode and their own reading with a similar format, but the message and the vibe is different for every single sign and episode, of course. So you can check out all of, all of your big three, but in case you were only uh, planning on checking one or two, uh, I do want to say that for this specific um, series, uh, I personally recommend that you listen to your moon sign if this isn't if this is already your moon sign, if you weren't planning on it, because I think with the theme of the series, Message for Your Ancestors, that's definitely probably going to be the one that's going to be most insightful and resonate the most for you. But of course, you can do whatever you want, it's alright, and um, as I said in the beginning, regardless of whether where Capricorn is in your Big Three, this should resonate but I did want to give my little PSA about that. So um when I talk about ancestors, what I mean what I'm referring to is of course people from your lineage either like far 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 away or a recent past who have passed away and um you know they can be people that you have no idea about that you've never heard of. They can be people uh that you've actually known in this lifetime and who have passed away. But to clarify, to qualify as an ancestor they have to have been uh, older than you and also at least one generation up of course but the idea is that when those people pass away you know they leave their human ego and their physical body behind and they keep their soul and theref- therefore they become a kind of higher spiritual entity who has this higher wisdom and understanding and perception of the world that we don't necessarily have when we are here incarnated as human beings, because we, you know we're very caught in our own ego and our own mind. We're very focused on our own perspective, because that's the one that we know best. And so our ancestors have a different perspective that uh, can allow them to see and understand things at a deeper level, or just have certain wisdom that we don't have. And our ancestors often very much love their descendants, okay, us, and they want to guide us. They want to help us. They want to send us love. As we go through the trials and tribulation of the human experience <laughs> and so they're often part of our spiritual team and are our spiritual guides as well so that is why we are asking them for a message today um, so expect just a kind of very loving and comforting and wise energy to come through with whatever it is that you need to hear and it's not going to be like one specific ancestor who's going to come through and identify themselves just think about it as like a collective energy okay but we're asking for your ancestors um not just like spiritual guides in general so i hope that clears it up and also if you like the way that i read if you like if you know if this reading resonates then please follow the podcast to keep up with what i do obviously i'm going to finish this series Uh, when i get to capricorn i'm almost done i only have aquarius and pisces left to do so you can probably watch most if not all of your other big three signs already well, I mean listen to, sorry, not watch. Um, but even so, uh, I'm gonna keep these uh, kind of readings going because I'm going to make a series like this every single month with a new theme, okay? So the first one that I've done was last month on my YouTube channel, because I didn't have the podcast yet, my YouTube channel is also at Neptune and Serenity, link in the description of the episode, but you can easily find it just by you know searching the name. Uh, I did a love reading series for each sign uh, in honor of Libra season, because, you know, last month was Libra season. And now for Scorpio season, I mean, now that I'm recording these last few episodes, we're technically in Sagittarius season, but, you know, that's all right. You know, we're still in November and we're still, you know, uh, I trust that the whatever, whatever way it happens is the way that it's meant to be. So maybe, you know, the last three readings I'm doing now will have, like, a bit more of a Sagittarius vibe into it. I don't know. But you can obviously communicate with your ancestors at any time. Um, message from your ancestors in honor of Scorpio season. And then I'm going to start after I'm done with the series, a new one with a new theme, more aligned with Sagittarius season. And you're only going to find out when I actually start doing them. So as I said, if you like these readings, like the way that I read, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss out. And you can also subscribe to me on YouTube and follow me on Instagram, of course, at and Serenity everywhere. So, with that being said, I think I said everything that I wanted to say, so let me pull a few cards for you, and then we'll get straight into your reading and your message from your ancestors. Let's go! Alright, alright, Capricorns! So, let's get into your message from your ancestors without any further ado. So, during this little interlude, um... I prepared your the decks we're going to use today for you and I pre-pulled some oracle cards. <clears throat> so I was intending on pulling 3, but 4 came out all at once and so I decided to keep them. Um I've been doing this for every, you know, single sign in this series so far like a message from your ancestors. I've just been like People pulling three oracle cards at the beginning uh, and every single sign has had three there hasn't been any problem or anything like that I mean not that it's necessarily a problem that we have four instead of three I'm just saying like that hasn't happened for the other sign so that could be significant and even when I was starting to uh, pull your cards I was getting that um, feeling of um, there's nothing actually wrong but you're really kind of you're like overthinking like am I doing something wrong or you're scared of messing up or you could even be in some kind of um phase where like you things are actually going great and you're actually happy but you know you're one of those people that like uh when you get happy you actually get scared because you're thinking like oh this isn't going to last, it's going to be taken away from me when is it going to be taken away from me and you can't just relax and enjoy the present moment, okay? And I want to say that the cards I pre pulled for you... um are all face down, I didn't look at them. So this is really just my insights from like intuitively started your reading, pulling the cards. Uh, the fact that there are four instead of three, actually I thought maybe this could mean like there was more than enough, firstly <laughs> for you here. And um, yeah, so that's what I got already. So let's see if I'm right or if what's actually going on with you. As I said, the four cards here are face down. They are from the messages from the mermaid's oracle and we're going to reveal them one by one. And I'm going to tell you what insights I'm getting from them. And we're we'll probably, we are probably going to read the message from the booklet as well, the intended message of the deck. Maybe not all four of them, but we'll probably check that out too. So we're starting with that, and then after that, we're gonna pull some tarot and get more, you know, more details and more uh yeah, more details from them from your ancestors about this, okay? So let's reveal your first card together. We have solitude. Okay, interesting. Hmm. So maybe you've been feeling lonely. Or maybe you've actually haven't been actually alone, but you're kind of going through a phase where you're like... You know when people are like oh you don't have to be alone to be lonely sometimes like the loneliness you feel is when you're in a crowd full of people but you don't feel seen or you don't feel like this is where you're supposed to be or you don't feel like you're actually connecting with the people around you so you still feel lonely even though you're surrounded by people all the time and this is saying that if that's you this is saying that like spending time actually alone could actually be better for you because then you don't even have the expectation of like i shouldn't feel lonely right now or i'm gonna try to make those people socialize with me and like force a connection with them, even though they're not my type of people, that kind of thing. But, um, interesting. So let's read from um, the booklet the intended message for this solitude card. Take time to retreat from the world. Go inwards and explore your inner peace, no, your inner space, sorry. Oh, <laughs> inner peace too, maybe. Go Explore your inner space to reveal the treasures therein. It's okay to be reclusive or solitary sometimes. There's a longer message too, but I feel called to only read this bit or this card because I feel like it's very straight to the point. Um, yeah, you could be going through a time where it's like you know, maybe we're gonna pull the hermit in your tarot, that would very much confirm things, right? Um, because the hermit is also about like voluntary isol- isolation to reconnect to oneself and to. Uh, hear your own inner voice and the fact that I misread and said inner peace to me was very um, telling that voluntary solitude could be what brings you back into your sense of inner peace much more than actually trying to be around people all the time or connect to people all the time interesting okay let's reveal your second card we have contemplation in reverse okay and then okay what i'm getting from this in addition to the solitude card is that you could be purposefully avoiding being alone out of fear of being lonely out of fear or feeling whatever it is you could be feeling when you're alone but i think that you're avoiding doing the work you're avoiding feeling your feelings you're avoiding Confronting certain things that you know are within you or certain things that you know need to be addressed within you. And you're trying to avoid this by distracting yourself by putting yourself in large groups of people or just at least never being completely alone. Um, even if you're, like, at home alone, you're, like, always, like, watching the TV or listening to, I was gonna say the radio, almost no one does that anymore, my mom does that, (laughs) listening to the radio or to, like, a podcast maybe, (laughs) hey, (laughs) inception kind of thing, um, or, you know, you're, you're always keeping your mind busy as much as possible so as not to hear your own thoughts and feel your own feelings, is what I'm getting from this, um, interesting, Okay. Let's reveal your third card. Because I don't feel called to read the message from contemplation in the booklet. We have hope in reverse. Hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, whether you're doing it consciously or not, okay? Whether, the you know, what I just said, that you're surrounding yourself with people all the time to avoid your own thoughts and your own feelings. That may be something you're doing consciously or unconsciously. Um... But regardless of which one of that it is, what you're not realizing is that it's actually doing this, you know, you think it's making you more comfortable or it's soothing you temporarily, um. but it's not solving your issues and it's actually making you feel much, much worse. Like, it's actually much, much worse to feel lonely in a group of people than lonely on your own. And you're kind of going, yeah, it's, oof, Yeah. Okay, let's not say something as dramatic as that spirit, but, um, you're like, if you continue on this path, like, you're going to crash eventually. It's kind of, you know, crash and burn kind of thing. Uh, it's kind of what your ancestors want to tell you, which is why they're probably very uh in a hurry to tell you this message, because they're, they're like, hey, listen, this is important right now, you're not taking care of yourself right now. And we can't stand for that. Because even when you don't love yourself, your spirit guides love you. Your ancestors love you. And therefore, they're going to call you out on your own self-sabotaging behavior. How annoying, right? (laughs) But thank God we have them. Um, Okay, so let's... um, I might read the message for Hope, but let's reveal your fourth card first and see what it is. Hmm we have blessings in reverse yes okay so absolutely think that whatever unhealthy coping mechanism it is that you're using to avoid your own thoughts and your own feelings you are actually blocking hope and blessings from coming into your life by avoiding doing the difficult and comfortable work of stillness and contemplation but blessings and hope are not too far away from you otherwise they wouldn't have come out in the reading at all you know, they are within your reach, but you're just you just need to change your perspective. I'm seeing the hanged men in my in my mind right now. Maybe we're gonna pull it, I don't know, but the, the hanged man in the tarot speaks of it's someone who hangs themselves by the foot uh, voluntarily. So they're not a uh, prisoner, they're not uh, you know, it's not done as a punishment to themselves or from someone else to them. But they're doing it on purpose to change their perspective, to be still and change their perspective on their surroundings. And then that allows them to gain a new form of spiritual wisdom and insight and understanding of their life that they didn't have before. That is the point of the hangman. And that's why I think, you know, we only have the Solitude card upright. And then all of the other cards, it's like, because right now, Solitude, okay. And then contemplate, that's the part that's like conscious to you, that you feel lonely. Um And then contemplation, or that you don't want to feel lonely, or both, I think it's both. Then contemplation in reverse, like, that's the part where, like, you switch your perspective. And then if you did... would be able to have hope and blessings upright right to actually have them come into your life but you're blocking that consciously or subconsciously because you think if you actually confront those thoughts and emotions it's all going to be bad or the discomfort is going to last forever or it's too scary or maybe you don't have the tools or the people around you to provide a safe space to do that or something like that okay you like whichever reason it is like that's not the point to blame it you know it's very human of us to want to avoid discomfort but um discomfort doesn't mean misalignment okay that's very important to know because if you think that consciously or subconsciously trust me you're not going to evolve much you're not going to heal much you're not going to create much of your dreams in your, your actual life okay so as a recording time is ten ten, right when i finish saying that this is a good moment to actually start, not just because of the timing, but because I was getting there. But I still wanted to mention it in, in case you've been seeing 1010 a lot. That could be a sign for you. Um, let's actually pull cards from the tarot and get more information from your ancestors about all of this. Okay, I'm very curious about this message. Okay, so. Oh, Okay. Are we surprised? Not me. I let you know what your cards are when I pulled all of them. Um, oh, wow. Okay, would you look at that. Um, I'm using the Muse Terror right now, by the way. So, Capricorn's ancestors, can you please come through? And what do you want them to know about this? Yeah, I knew we were going to pull this card. because I, I, I peeked it when I was shuffling before recording. Um what does Capricorn need to hear? Yeah. What does Capricorn need to hear right now? What does Capricorn need to hear at this time? Yeah, you could be like um when people are asking you how you're doing, you're like, oh yeah, I'm fine, everything's fine, even though you're like A fucking train wreck right now. Maybe even you are trying to delude yourself into thinking that it's all good and you're all good, even though you know damn well that's not true. Um, interesting. Okay, so we have the sun at the bottom of the jackfish which again, and it is upright. So again, like happiness is not that far away from you. It's not inaccessible, it's here. So if it was completely inaccessible or completely irrelevant to your situation right now, just like the hope and blessings card, it wouldn't have come out at all. So it is a good sign that we have it here, but it's like you have to do your own part of the work to choose your own happiness. And sometimes, you know, temporary discomfort is what leads to true happiness and fulfillment. Not sometimes, pretty much all the time. Um, when we're doing that kind of work and feeling our feelings and that kind of stuff so okay you have the six of emotions which is the six of cups clarified by the ace of pentacles in reverse you have the seven of cups in reverse clarified by the fool you have the knight of cups in reverse clarified by the nine of swords you have the eight of swords which was a card i was like yeah i knew this was going to come out clarified by the Page of Swords and then you have the Muse of Materials, which is um, I mean, it's not like meant to be an equivalent to the King of Pentacles because it's a different energy. That's why this deck is called Muse Tarot. It's a very very feminine deck and there's no kings in this deck there they are muses and they're special cards because the imagery is actually horizontal and it's very it's like a symmetry right like the image the image is like the same from from the middle um so music materials clarified by the five of emotions yes okay okay I just put the deck randomly and I saw the magician um six of pentacles at the top of the deck and as I said the sun at the bottom so I just heard you have it all, but why, don't, why aren't you using it? Okay, so you have- yeah, and that's very reminiscent of the, the magician I just peeked. Um, you have everything that you need, that's not the question. Um, the question also isn't whether or not you're capable of this, because you are. I think that you are very um, confident and feel very capable when it comes to things that are very tangible like work, like career, like chores, like organizing things, making things happen, um, money, you know, when, you know, that's makes a lot of sense with the archetype of Capricorn, um, or at least it feels doable, because even if you don't know much about it, you're like, yeah, that's very concrete, tangible, I understand what the concept is, I know how to learn it, or where to seek advice, that kind of stuff, but when it comes to emotional work, it's very different, um, and listen, that is exactly why your opposite sign on the zodiac wheel is Cancer. Cancer, who is much more, uh, aware and acknowledge, knowledgeable. What the hell is that word? Um, knowledgeable of their own emotions. And I'm talking here about Cancer as an archetype, not Cancer as people. I don't want you to be like, "But I know this Cancer person, and they're so emotionally immature." I don't care. That's not. I'm not talking about your aunt Cecilia or whatever. <laughs> I'm talking about cancer as an archetype, <laughs> okay, on the zodiac wheel, because um, Cancer and Capricorn essentially are meant to both have that balance of being very emotionally intelligent and do knowing how to do the work emotionally, and also knowing how to um, build a foundation and that is very solid in the in the three D world and have their family nourish nourish their people, and also go after their dreams. It's just that they start on opposite ends of the axis and they're meant to learn from each other to both become more balanced so capricorn starts off usually as a default more so knowledgeable and comfortable working with things well working period but um you know about work focus on career focus on money focus on um you know actually buying a house when like cancer is more focused on like making the house a home and then the nourishment the 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 food the taking care of the family like emotionally wise emotional intelligence emotional connection um tending to your people that kind of thing but capricorn also craves this kind of emotional intelligence and deep emotional connections and nourishing taking care of their 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 small circle of people their family whether you know whether biological or chosen and, uh, Cancer also craves, is a very ambitious sign. And also craves, you know, making their own aspirations come true. So, you can see how they learn from one another. So, you know, uh, it could be time for you to learn from the Cancer archetype. Um, yeah, because you have, like, a lot of cups. I mean, do you have a lot of cups? You have the Six of Cups, Seven of Cups, and then the Knight of Cups in reverse. The five. the c- Yeah, you do have a lot of cups. Um... With the Six of Cups, there's like a lot of your emotional side that is stuck in childhood or that you left behind in childhood. It's like you associate yourself being an emotional person with when you were a child and you don't really think that you are still like that anymore. Um, Yeah, it's, it's like for you, you could even be embarrassed of having big emotions when you're an adult. Because you're like, no, like, that was me as a child, or maybe you think it's a childish thing to have very strong emotions, or to safely and openly express your emotions. Maybe when you see someone crying in public, you're like, oh my god, that's fucking embarrassing, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Which tells, you know, says a lot more about you and how you feel about emotions than about them, Capricorn, okay? Um not saying that to roast you but you know the roast roasts itself (laughs) you're definitely not very i think you used to be very much more connected to your own emotions when you were younger essentially that you're not anymore um and that's kind of a shame it really is because i don't think you're seeing that like having this emotional intelligence and emotional understanding um and i know i keep saying emotional intelligence i'm not saying that you're dumb right now or that you're you know That's not the point, but I don't think you're understanding and seeing that like uh, this emotional intelligence, this connection, and understanding of how emotions function, is what you're lacking to make all of your dreams come true. Okay, I think you're probably very ambitious. You're probably very focused on your career or the work that you do, which is very Capricorn of you. Um, but like you're lacking a lot in terms of like knowing how to navigate emotional situations and even if you're like i'm only focused on work or i'm only in like corporate america or whatever i mean america is like a random doesn't have doesn't matter which country but you know what i'm talking about right this corporate world that very much would like to pretend that human beings don't have emotions that's a very patriarchal bullshit um well, even if you're there, like emotional situations are going to happen, and there are going to be things that happen that like will trigger you emotionally, and you're not going to have rational logical responses and that's fine because you know the emotions whether something triggers you emotionally or not is morally neutral. there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Of course, how you respond to other people uh, can be in the wrong way if you're like very rash or very mean or very aggressive because if you're triggered emotionally, that's different but um just feeling the emotion itself or just being an emotional person is nothing bad we're all emotional beings too you know we're all human beings we're all meant to have emotions and also emotions are not meant to be rational okay i think maybe you need to understand that because you're like my emotions don't make sense and that's why i hate them or that's why i don't even want to spend time with them because they're stupid um okay love first of all your emotions are a part of you they're not we are they don't define you they are a part of you and when you belittle your own emotions like that you are belittling a part of yourself okay you're insulting yourself um which i you know is that really one you want to do and second of all emotions you know the role of emotions is not of being rational and logical emotions are not meant to be rational so stop like holding them to that kind of standard because that's not what they're meant to, that's not their role. That's the role of thoughts, and even then, you know. But every single function of a human being has a different role. And the emotions is not to be rational, it's, it's to make you freaking enjoy life, and to make you feel alive. So if you've been feeling, even if you've been depressed, like, you know, whether you've been diagnosed with depression or not, um, you might want to think about the fact that, how you reject your emotions in general because your emotions are what allow you to feel alive, right? If you didn't have emotions at all, like, you would be a freaking robot. Do you want to be a freaking robot? And if you're saying yes right now, this is exactly why you need this fucking reading. Oh my god. (laughs) If you said yes at that, your ancestors are, like, so freaking annoyed at you. (laughs) They're like, god fucking damn it. (laughs) this is why we're coming through right now, um, yeah, you might think that, you might think that emotions are weaknesses, or that being emotional is a weakness, which is not, oh my god, I literally saw the other day on, like, I think it was on YouTube, it was so random in the comment, someone was being like, oh, the, the actual definition of vulnerability is weakness, like, it means don't say that someone is being vulnerable, because that's a weakness, and it was like, I think it was under, like, um, video of a therapist talking about emotions and stuff, I was like, are you fucking crazy? I mean, I'm sorry, maybe I shouldn't say that, but like, I was like, what the hell? I was like, that's not what vulnerability means, first of all. Are you really arguing someone who studied emotions and things like that and how the human mind works for years? And also, like, even if that is true, that in some kind of dictionary written by head white man, that it says that vulnerability is a weakness... Do you not understand that, like, yes, dictionary and the way that we use words linguistically is impacted by things like the patriarchy, and the patriarchy thinks that emotions is a weakness because it associates emotions with women and femininity, and logic with masculinity, and that's why we have such a hierarchy in our current society that thinks that being logical and rational is so much more morally superior and smarter than being emotional? Yeah, exactly. So yes, there could very much be a patriarchal stuff happening, even for you. Regardless of your gender, that's not the point. We're all impacted by things like patriarchy to believe that logic and rationality is so much better and superior than being an emotional person. Maybe you even have a kind of mocked or thought that someone is inferior or not as smart or you've felt disdain for someone who expressed themselves openly in an emotional way at work or just in your... In your life and they weren't doing anything wrong but you're like because you just feel that way about emotions you've learned to reject emotions and in general and to see them as inferior and that kind of stuff and yes I can that's often very much um, as well impacted by the patriarchy right um okay interesting so the first thing to do for you because First of all, you need to stop demonizing emotions or to stop thinking that they are inferior or however it is that you feel about emotions. I don't think it's very positive. Um, So I think that that is like the first thing that you have to do to deconstruct and reevaluate how you perceive emotions in general before you actually start tackling your own or your lack of your own connection with your own emotions. Because like you need to just stop judging people including yourself or having emotions you need to start viewing emotions as neutral, okay instead of just inherently negative or inherently like weak or inherently like um something that like um you I think you think that emotions are things that like prevent you from progressing in your life and that is like the dumbest shit ever I'm sorry okay but like that is like (laughs) emotions are when you are conscious of your own emotions when you allow yourself to feel them when you treat them as messengers and you don't judge yourself for having them like you can just elevate your life in every single way possible and that is when you can love your fucking life like how do you want to be happy if you don't like emotions because happiness is a freaking emotion dude and i'm saying dude in like a general gender neutral way but <laughs> like you're like surprised like I think some of you here have just been repressing your emotions in general. And you're like, why do I feel so depressed? Why do I feel so numb all the time? Um, because you're meant to feel your freaking emotions. <laughs> and you're not. Um, human beings are supposed to feel their own emotions. So whenever someone is trying to numb out their emotions, of course, it's going to end up being dysfunctional and impacting their mental and physical health. Because <laughs> like that's an inherent function of the human experience, emotions. You can't just like be like, no. You know, I'm turning tuning this one out because I don't like it. I mean, I guess you could try, but it's going to be very disastrous um results for you. And that could be what's happening for you right now. Yeah, so if you are depressed or if you are like in a dark place, or if you're like, why do I feel so not very good all the time? It's like, well, feeling your own emotions is the first step is really the answer. But, you know, it's a complicated process complex process especially if you have such negative connotation of emotions um yeah you're stopping new things from entering your life including new opportunities in your career and in finances okay like those are directly connected I think for everybody but um this is very much clearly showing up in your reading and I think it's also showing up because if I was only telling you like I think if I I think if and you know I don't think that that's ever that it get it can ever be true for any human being that you can completely repress your emotions and have it not affect your career at all and that you can still succeed and do everything that you want and feel happy anyway but Eve, i think you know i think your ancestors know that like you need to hear that to be actually motivated to start doing the work because <laughs> your ancestors are like there's nothing wrong with being ambitious we love that you're ambitious and we want to give you everything that you want but, or we want to help you make it happen. But we can't freaking do that if you keep rejecting your fucking emotions because we are speaking to you uh, through your your emotions and your intuition as well, but you're not fucking listening. <laughs> uh, they are lovingly frustrated with you, let's just say that, but I think you've got that by now. Um, And you know, I did say at the beginning, maybe this is, these last few readings are going to have more of a Sagittarius smidge. This is definitely kind of, the way it's coming through, and I'm telling it, and, you know, they're delivering the message to you, it's a bit of a brutal honesty kind of thing, but I'm just delivering the message the way it's coming through, because I trust that that's the way it's meant to be, um, yeah, okay, and while I'm not gonna, you know, you don't even have feelings, right, so I'm like, whatever, <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> okay, spirit, so like, you're savage today, like, let's calm down, I think, oh yeah, you, you have anxiety, or you think you have anxiety, and I'm not telling you, like, gaslighting you and being like, you don't have anxiety, but, like, if you're trying to keep your, like, subconsciously putting so much fucking energy into keeping all of your emotions and intuition at bay, like, yeah, that's fucking exhausting, and of course you're going to have things like depression and anxiety, like, that is also going to help with your anxiety. Okay, so we have, like, the eight and the nine of swords, knight of voices, because it's the swords in this deck um up right here both of them um and these are two very difficult cards and they very much speak of being your own enemy and being stuck sorry about that that was weird being stuck in your own mind being like a prisoner of your own mind yeah you being detached from your emotions also doesn't help you uh well first of all you're completely incapable of communicating your emotions is also another problem if you're like why do all of my romantic relationships fail it's because you can't communicate your fucking emotions okay i'm sorry but it is what it is um yeah i think you actually have difficulty seeing certain situations clearly because our emotions and our intuition can actually give us you know that gut feeling can actually give us insight on what's good for us or what's healthy or what's you know which person is actually seeing the truth or which one is an illusion. Because we're so disconnected from all of that. Sometimes you don't see things for what they are. And you get caught up in stuff that is like a lie. Or an illusion. Or you get like played or something like that. Um, And it's like you have the capacity to see those things coming from afar. At least in a more clear way than right now. Maybe not all the time. But you know. Okay. Um... What else do I want to say? Let's read from a few cards from the booklet here. So, okay. <clears throat> the five of emotions. Oh, yeah, okay. The five of emotions, clarifying the museum of materials. I don't know if you've suffered some kind of loss in regards to your career, or if there's some kind of grieving process that just hasn't been processed grieving process that hasn't been processed yeah it's very nice vocabulary um let's let's start with that card that could be the first thing to um oh i opened the booklet right there okay yes keywords are processing sadness or grief loss Getting stuck in a negative pattern or emotion, not seeing the way out, crying over spilled milk, learned helplessness, becoming a mord of the shadow, a time to find new hope. Let's read. When all the world feels like ice, the five of emotions knows that we have drifted away from our emotions once more. We grow cold, hard, distant. And she knows that there is work to be done in order for us to find our hearts again. It is just so easy to feel numb and sterile. She knows that underneath it all shall we miss a tender aching for joy of our own hearts. She feels it all for us, all the hurts, all the sadness, all the grief, and all of the love, laughter, and hopefulness. So she holds on to the eyes for us, warming it with her empathy of sunshine, and she melts it into drops of tears. She asks you to open your heart, as its vast ocean will overflow with all the things you need to feel so that you can smile brightly once more. Processing is a process. <laughs> I said that. Feeling to the feeling so that you can heal. I mean... Isn't that exactly what I just said? Boom. Um, <laughs> My job kind of moment. Okay, yes. I mean, that definitely said it all. And again, I think that there is like, you know, like... Like, your your emotions and your intuition are partly from your feminine side. And I think that you have repressed your own feminine side. And I think that that is also partly why I am using the Muse Tarot today for you. Which is a very feminine deck. Because I think this is all meant to be. And you're meant to reconcile with your own feminine energy. um, Regardless of your gender. Um, yes. Okay. Well, I feel like it, that said everything. So, okay. So, let me pull a few more cards here from a different deck. And um today's message was pretty straightforward as well. It's not going to be as long as some of the other messages or the readings. I want I'm pulling these from the Chakra Wisdom Oracle cards. I want to pull a few cards. To ask, how can you free or liberate... Oh, get back in touch with your feminine energy um, is what we're asking today. We're going to get a few cards. So how can Capricorn here get back in touch with their feminine side? um, or asking your ancestors for advice and tips and tricks for you here in regards to that because that is what you need to do. So spirits... Capricorn's ancestors, please come through. How can they get back in touch? Oh my god, I swear to god. With their feminine side. Um. Okay, there you go. How can they get back in touch with their feminine side? Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, I, I saw this card in my mind's eye before I even started pulling some cards. The card at the bottom of the deck here which is service yeah being of service to others including yourself um yeah you might want to you know think about what you associate with femininity consciously and unconsciously. I'm not telling you what you're associating with women because I think it can be if I were to ask you that you'd be like of course I see them as equals and of course consciously you do but like as I said, we're all affected by the patriarchy because we grew up in a patriarchal world which inherently views women and femininity as, first of all, the same thing and, second of all, as inferior to men and masculinity. So, of course, that will impact the way that you see the world and what you think you need to be to be a successful, uh, renowned, respected person. Okay? Um, yes. So, because I think you have some neg- negative associations with the concept of femininity whether consciously or not okay so we have the cards here um our impartiality isolation which is when i was like i swear to god because once again (laughs) reaffirming from the first card that we pulled right which was solitude if you don't remember isolation we have completion and here this image on this card fell on i put it on the five of cups that we just read in the booklet that was talking about grief and processing the emotions and all that right and um this card the imagery on it is literally someone at a cemetery so it literally speaks of grief and completing the emotional cycle so i mean there you go and then we also have the last two cards are in reverse here prayer and expansion um and i think that first of all those two first cards well No, the last ones I mentioned, prayer and expansion being in reverse. I think that this is firstly saying, like, I think the only way you might be using your spirituality is to just pray for abundance or pray for like try to manifest certain things, and that's the only way that you're using spirituality is like, or maybe that's the only way you're speaking to your ancestors and your spirit guides. You're just being like, universe, help me have this job, help me buy this car, help me have more money, help me achieve my dreams and universe is like yeah okay we like helping you with this but like at one point like we can't just keep like giving you this if it's not warranted or if you haven't earned it or if we don't think that you're ready because you're avoiding all of the other sides of spiritual work and spiritual connection and you're not even listening to your freaking intuition so like we're not just like a freaking bank for you (laughs) Even though we can't help you with stuff like money and career, so like don't just you know stop praying to have your life expand and expand and expand and get better get better better grow more grow more or have more money more money more money because it's like that is completely meaningless if you don't have a purpose behind that and if you're not connected to who you are like do you think the billionaires who are only billionaires because they exploit all of their employees are genuinely happy no. <laughs> that's a message from your ancestors, not my opinion, like, no, because they're completely disconnected from their own humanity, not in the sense that they're, like, you know, the conspiracy theory, that they're, like, freaking reptilians or whatever, <laughs> but in the sense that, like, a lot of those people who are, that we see as, like, very successful and very rich are actually very disconnected from their own emotions, and therefore, even though they have it all for them, and for their, in terms of reputation, and seems of, like, they have achieved like the capitalistic patriarchal definition of success, they're not necessarily happy, so are they really successful, like do you really want to be like them, like, you know, like think about like what if you achieve all of your goals in terms of career and money, and the things that you want to possess, like material possessions, but then you still feel like shit exactly like right now, would you feel successful, would you feel like satisfied with that? like it's time to start rethinking things okay and that's exactly why this whole reading is coming through for you here today all right so so that was that okay first things first then isolation of course once again isolation spending time with yourself okay and i want to read from the booklet for this card okay so this is the chakra wisdom oracle cards as i mentioned which means on every single card the border is a different color, um, and the colors are associated with certain chakras. So this one is blue, which means that it's the throat chakra. Um, and every single card, I think it was made for this deck, okay? I don't think it was taking like a legend that already existed, but every single card in this deck has a little story associated to it, and therefore the imagery is connected to that, which is why sometimes I want to read. The name of this legend is Sapphire's Blue. Which makes me think of Manifest. I don't know if you've been watching that TV show. I'm not going to spoil you if like you're not there yet. But okay. And the affirmation is, I've got all I could ever need right here. Hmm. Which brings us back to what I said. You There's already more than enough, right? There's more than enough when I pull four cards instead of three. Yeah, I think that you compensate your emotional pain by thinking, if I just have more money or more this, or if I just get the promotion or have a better prestigious thing or the new better car then that's going to fill the emotional void and things are going to get better and it's like you convince yourself of that all over and again or if i can just buy that thing or whatever and it's like no like you've already tried it enough times now you know this doesn't work you know you have to strain you to change your strategy and you have everything you could ever need right here already it's fine okay <clears throat> So the legend of this card is Sapphire is blue. Occasionally he gets invited somewhere, but invariably he turns the invitation down. After all, what would he wear? He bought a tux once, just in case, but won't wear it because he might spill something on it. Besides, going out would alter his routine. He's tried to meet people, but hasn't met anyone, quote-unquote, of his caliber. So Sapphire stays home alone and remains quite blue. Hmm. The inspiration is, do not wait for the right time to live your life. You are on the verge of something big, but if you don't participate, it could pass you by. Sapphire does not know the difference between isolation and solitude, do you? Hmm. And I did mention at the very beginning of the deck that, um, of the deck, what? Of the reading. Um... <laughs> Why did I say that? Is it because I need to check the, the card at the at the top of the deck? Oh, we have passion. Okay, yes. That's the thing. If you don't feel your freaking emotions, you're not going to feel passionate about shit. Okay, because passion is, a, is an emotion. It's a feeling. Um, I didn't mention maybe you're going through a phase where actually like everything's going right. There's nothing going wrong, but you can't like appreciate that because you're the type of person like when you're happy or things are going right, you're just scared of when they're not going to be going right. so you're not present and enjoying the moment if that's not happening right now i think your ancestors are also saying like something great is actually happening soon and you don't need to stress out about that but it's like we want you to like figure out this emotions thing so that when it actually happens you can actually feel all of the happiness and joy and celebration in regards to that and not just keep feeling all gloomy hmm interesting okay so let's check the completion card which is the sacral chakra, because it's orange. Where is it? There you go. Okay, so let's read the legend. I don't know what it's going to be, but let's read it. He was raised in an orphanage and never wore new boots until he enlisted in the army in 1942. By the end of the war, he was a decorated veteran and had survived what many of his brothers had not. Later, he became an actor. He was well-loved, but history will remember him as a war hero. When he was finally laid to rest, goddess smiled upon him as she received him into the heavens. Inspiration is, this is a reminder to cherish all the beauty in your life, including endings. Reflect upon your part in history and discover what you value most. Do not fear completion. Embrace it. Oh my gosh. Personal inquiry. Am I present in the moment? (laughs) exactly honoring your legacy a natural ending to a grand adventure a new beginning on the horizon a new adventure honoring those who give to us achievement determination fulfillment yes okay so first of all there's definitely something about i think yeah i think you could have switched careers or switched fields or you did something really great in the past or something where like you were known for this and now you're changing gears or you're changing what you're doing and it, the process of saying goodbye is difficult and it's because you have to grieve it and that has to come through the emotions part and also you can honor your past and still do something different and living in the present is the message with this card as well so interesting maybe you were literally in the army and that's why this is hap- this is uh uh I'm mentioning this right now and we pull this card. Mm. Or maybe if you've been in the same place career-wise for a long time, um, this is saying like actually this some like a change could be happening soon. Um and you know, it's totally okay to keep like fond memories of this past, but like also let's keep moving forward too. Let's don't get stuck in the past. Okay, and lastly, let's um Check out this impartiality card, which is gray, which is the crown chakra, the highest one. Okay. The um, affirmation is, I quietly listen, allowing you to color your own palette. And the legend is... Bahana is the wise dictator from the town of Beige. She is known for settling disputes fairly. One day, two neighbors are arguing about what color to paint their fence. Bahana gives, gives each of them a can of paint and instructs them to paint their side of the fence to color that the other neighbor wants. She knows that when they can color their world in the love of their neighbor's eyes, they will understand and accept one another. Hmm. The inspiration is take an impartial look at your situation. The action here is to listen and observe. Personal inquiry: If I step back from my present situation, what do I see? Can I be neutral? Guide open-minded fairness. Yes, there's something about being open-minded to other people's um, perspective and other people's history and baggage and um, the way that they see the world, because you could be easily shutting down people that who engage in things that you don't see as respectable. Or as, um, it's like maybe sometimes people are doing certain type of work or they have a certain type of hobby and then before, because of that, because you have that negative perception of that thing, you think it completely discredits all of their ideas and all of their intelligence and all of their, uh, wisdom that they might have and you completely dismiss them. Um, you might even actually insult them. Um, and this is kind of saying like, no, this is just you rejecting a part of yourself as well. This is not okay. And like, can you learn to be more neutral? And actually, even though you think you're being objective and rational, you're not, you're still acting out of emotions, of very kind of uh, immature emotions, because you're not, in, you know, the more you get in touch with your emotions, the more you're going to be able to uh, be mature about them and understand when you're, it's your thoughts that are speaking to you and when it's your emotions, and therefore how to act accordingly, how to uh, welcome both of those informations in and how to treat them okay so that could be that last thing was different maybe it's like you are in that kind of uh, argument or situation here right now if you're yeah because if you get in an argument with someone and they're being emotional and you're being rational you could think that oh like i'm like i'm gonna have to wait for you to become rational for us to speak but it's like no like no like first of all you're being very condescending when you do that if you do that And also, like, you don't, people don't always need to, like, um, adapt to your level or your way of seeing things just because you think it's the higher, superior, more objective one. Like, you also need to do your part if you want to have um, relationships with people. Like, you have to, like, do your own part of the work and not think, not have disdain for what other people, how other people see the world and um, what their perspective is and you know genuinely try to see things from their perspective and to just um be more open-minded okay capricorn so i think that's it for you today i'm gonna stop your reading here i hope that you enjoyed i hope that it was helpful and, and insightful if it was you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars rating if you liked it that helps me out and helps more people find my podcast and my readings um If you want to let me know how this message resonated for you you can always email me or let me know in instagram dms i love connecting with you um if you'd like to tip me for this reading you can do so at the link in the description of the episode i have a link for that um if you'd like to work with me one-on-one either on this or something else i do tarot readings i do astrology readings i do life coaching all the details on what my offerings are and how to book them will be at another link in the description of the episode as well if you'd like to see your cards, okay, like when I record an episode, after I finish, I take a video of the spread of the cards, and then I publish them on my Instagram as a reel the day that the episode goes live, okay, and then I put them in a highlight on my profile called podcast, you can always find them there, so if you'd like to see your cards, then go head over there, um, and follow me on Instagram if you'd like. Uh, check out my YouTube. And I think I've said everything I wanted to say. Um, so, I have a Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for listening and giving a space to be open-minded. To hear this message from your ancestors. are very happy to can be communicating with you today. And to have transmitted to you this message. Because it was urgent and important to them. So, thank you for allowing this sacred experience to happen. They love you very much. I wish you the absolute best and um you are worthy you are loved you are amazing and you uh can have the life of your dreams okay if you follow the advice of your ancestors here today so have a good one and take care and i'll see you next time bye